Well, some of the crowd are on the pitch. This is Gary. This is Josh. Let's talk soccer. All right, dude. So, fun, great weekend of Premier League soccer this weekend. Um, let's just jump straight to it. Everybody knows the results by now. We had some great standout players. KDB finally breaks out of his rut. Harry Kane breaks out of his rut. Lacazette had maybe a mini rut. He's back. Um, Mane... Uh, has a red card. We're not going to see him for a little while. Sané has a couple goals. Jesus gets himself some goals. Um, what else? It's just it was a a good weekend. Lots of of good matches going on. Um, let's look at my fantasy team first with a whopping forty two points, which is painful. Okay, in goal. And this is just a consistent thing with all of my West Brom players. They killed me. I got between three of them, I got two points. So Ben Foster in goal gets me two. Higazi gets me zero. Bailly gets me one. And Cedric gets me one. So my four back players, I get a total of four points. So I average one per player. Awesome. Midfield gets a little better. Pogba with five points. Deli Alley gets me three. David Silva gets me three. Chris Brunt, West Brom, Newtster gets me zero. Um, didn't see him play. Harry Kane, who made the dream team, gets 13 points. Lukaku, who was my captain, gets me 12. And Munai, uh, in a loss to West Ham today on Monday, gets me two points. I should have put Elliot, my backup goalkeeper, um, out to play because he got eight points, but that doesn't matter because I didn't get those points. Let's go ahead and look over to your team now. So we kind of have the main team that we post on the Instagram account, um, and then Josh has uh, sort of his own team as well. All right, so you take everyone through this team. All right, so I got 54 points this game week. Uh, in goal, I had Fabianski. He got four points. Nice. Unfortunately, he didn't keep a clean sheet, but he got a lot of saves. So yep. Pretty good. Um, I also had Bai and Cedric. Mm-hmm. Uh, they both got one. And I also had Ben Me, so I had me in defense. You did. Me did good. Yeah, he got six. Uh, my midfield did horrific. Yeah. In fact, yours did like a lot better than mine. It did. Uh, Maddie Phillips of West Brom got two. Sort of the theme of West, West Brom yeah. this week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Knockart or Knockart got two. I expected a bit more from him this season. Yeah, I did too. And he may have you may have to get rid of him. Etienne Caput played zero minutes and got zero points. Sounds good. And Sala also got one point. Ouch. Uh my forwards did great though. Much, much better. Uh Gabriel Jesus got twelve, made the dream team. Lukaku was my captain, got twelve, and also Harry Kane got thirteen. But just like you, I should have played Elliot. Yes, you should have. We both have him there. You would have gotten eight points from him. But, yeah, you killed me um, as far as this game week has gone. Speaking of the Dream Team, let's take a look at the game week 
for Dream Team. This should be updated. We're recording this right, or not right after, but soon after um, the West Ham uh, Huddersfield match. So we should be good to go. Total points generated by this team is 146. Top player is Gross with 18 points. If Brighton Hove had an amazing day. Um, Elliot, the aforementioned Elliot that we should have started, uh, with eight points in goal. Las Calas with 15 points. So Newcastle had a great performance, uh, both on the pitch and in FPL. Davies for Spurs had an amazing day as well. 14 points. Kiko Firmina with 11 points. We mentioned Gross with 18. Chupo Moting with 15. Another hyphenated player. We got a lot of those. Got Fosu Mensa. We got Oxley Chamberlain. We can make a whole team. We could make a whole team. Uh, Sane with 13 points and Ducore with 11. A couple Watford players on that list, which is nice. Uh, Danny Welbeck with 16. Harry Kane with 13. And Gabriel Jesus with 12. Why don't you... So let's look. We're now four full weeks into the season. Why don't you let us know who we have on sort of the overall dream team so far? All right. So the overall dream team has a total of 309 points. Uh, The top score is Davies of Spurs with 32 points. Nice. Uh, In goal, Lossell of Huddersfield with 24. He's definitely been a standout keeper this year. Three clean sheets up until today. Uh... As I said, Davies with 32, Kiko Faminia of Watford with 28 points, Bailly, a bit disappointing this week, but yeah. uh, overall has done well, 27. Same with Hagazi, who has 25. Into the midfield, Pogba with 31. Uh, Eriksen with 30. He's been on great form lately. Yes. Uh, and Mikatarian, as they say on FIFA. Mikatarian. With a 28. And Dekure <laughs> with 26. And the two strikers are Murata with 30 and Firmino with 28. So two fairly cheapest strikers. Absolutely. All right. We do this quite a bit too, or each week actually. We also post some how some of the best teams did uh, for the week. We do the team that got the highest score for the game week, or one of the teams, or maybe a few, that all have the same score, uh, which we'll do right now. But we also do... Um, how the best team in the world, the number one overall player does um, as well. So let's go ahead. So the high score for the week, for game week four, is 109 points. Here's at least one of those teams and how they played. Um, And he did play his bench boost, okay? Um, He had De Gea in goal, two points there. Bertrand on defense got him one. Davies got him 14. Rudiger got him six, and David Luiz got him two. So must be a Chelsea fan. Um, speaking of, in midfield has N'Golo Conte, which kind of goes against everything um, I believe to be right about choosing fantasy players, but Conte did have a goal this weekend. Um, Brady with two, Decore with 11, and Hesse with two. So he has quite a few dream teamers on this team. Uh, Harry Kane was his captain, got him 26 points. And Lukaku got him six. Now, he also had some points coming from his bench. Eight with Elliott in goal. Kolasinac gets him 11. Chamberlain gets him one. And Rashford got him seven. So, a good week with 109 points there. 
Let's then uh, see how the best player in the world fared this week. Okay, so now this is the best player in the world currently, and this is his game week. So the number one team overall. So he had 40 points, which, funny enough, we both did better than him. Yes. So technically, that means we're the best players in the world. (laughs) At least for today. Okay, so his team. In goal, he had De Gea. He got him two. Uh, His back line. Daniels got him one. Keane got him one. David Luiz got him two. And Alonso got him two. Yep. So, not good. No. Uh, Pogba got him five in midfield. Deli Alley got three. Um, Matty Phillips got two. And Erickson got him eight. Uh, his two strikers were Marata, uh, his captain, got him 12. And Firmino got two. So, I mean... If that's what the best player in the world is, we could yep. easily be at the best spot if yep. we just did this every week. And just in case you're curious, who he does have on his bench uh, is Foster in goal. He's got Schindler, uh, Fernandinho, and Okazaki. Speaking of leagues and status, let's take a look then at the Let's Talk Soccer FPL League, which we have a billion people in. I love it. Um, here we go. Here's how things stand. Um, with a total of 259 points, we have either Jesus, Jesus, or Jesus United, or it could be all of the three, right? Um, we have nothing but a bunch of dots. Um, in second place with 253, the great UZB. In third place, Control-Alt-Delight. Uh, in fourth place, Weasley Weasels. I like that one. Or, sorry, Wesley's Weasels, not Weasley Weasels. <laughs> Wesley's Weasels. Um in fifth place, uh, Kinja Z. In sixth, F.C. Manoti. Uh, in seventh, Grizzly Titicaca. <laughs> um, in eighth place, uh, Kenne 2K. In ninth, also tied with the Lazy Coder. Um, so, we love you guys. We're going to go ahead and post that up on our Instagram. Thanks everyone for playing and we'll always give shout outs to the top players as well as if we come across some really interesting names there, which we always tend to do. Um, So to close out game week four, and then we're going to shift over into game week five in in a second here, but your favorite part, Josh, um, are the, uh, the injuries and the bands. So let's go ahead and take a look at those and I'll let you take that away. The first player on my favorite list is Danny Drinkwater. He has a calf injury and has a 75% chance of playing. Loftus Cheek. Hyphenated. Yeah, another hyphenated player on the hyphenated team. Uh, Groin injury, 75% chance of playing. Uh, Danny Ings. He has a Canuck or a (laughs) Knock. We like to call it a Canuck. He has a 75% chance of playing. Tom Heaton, as we were talking about, shoulder injury, only a 25% chance of playing. Yeah, guys, that's something you're definitely going to want to keep an eye on, and we will, of course, post as uh, as there's any updates. But a lot of people took Heaton, um, so either hopefully you have a reliable uh, goalkeeper on your bench or you may want to be looking around. We're actually going to make some suggestions when we get into talking about game week five um, in case you're looking for a replacement. Okay, next player, Jeff Cameron, hamstring injury, 50% chance of playing. It seemed like he had that uh, when he was playing against Costa Rica. Oh, my goodness. Uh, we don't like to talk about no that. No comment. Uh, Marwan Fellaini, calf injury, 75% chance of playing. 
Kiko Firmino with another Canuck, yeah. 75% chance of playing. And as well as he's been playing this season, that hurts some players. Uh, Musa Sissoko of Spurs, calf injury, 75% chance. Bruno Saltor Grau. Wow. Uh, back injury, 75% chance of playing. Uh, Coquelin of, of Arsenal, hamstring injury, and he is out. He is out at least until September 25th, it says. Nasser Chadley with a Canuck, yep. 75% chance of playing. Uh, Ryan Fraser with an ankle injury, 75% chance of playing. Uh, Kabul with a leg injury, 75% chance. Ederson with a, a facial injury, he did get kicked in the face. He did get kicked in the face, so he um, has a 75% chance of playing, so we shall keep an eye on him. Uh, Sadio Mane, he suspended until October 1st uh, yeah. because he was the person who did kick Ederson in the face. That's true. And uh, Vincent Jansen joined Fenerbahce on loan. So. so I would say do not play Jansen. Yeah, unless you don't want to get any points. Whatsoever. All right, why don't we do this? Let's take a quick break, and then we're going to jump into game week five. All right, dude. So let's do this now. <clears throat> let's take a look at – we actually did a posting on Instagram um, about this, about the FDR. So it's fixture difficulty ranking or rating, I suppose, one or the other, both. Um, but basically it assigns a score of one to five, one being the easiest, five being the most difficult – um, to each team's matchup for that week. And you can look at it, and it shifts all the time. So if you're going up a team up against a team that maybe was very weak the first few weeks of the season, and then all of a sudden got on a great run, they may have been a one back in you know a couple weeks ago, and now they're a three. So they adjust all the time, take a lot of different things into account. So it's a great a great measure of how a team will do against another team. So it's yet another variable to consider when you're choosing uh, players to either let go of or to get, uh, maybe to start or sit. So let's go ahead and go through uh, each team's matchups and the rankings for them. First up is Arsenal. Um, They are assigned a five. They are away at Chelsea, so a difficult match. Now, yeah, so a five is the uh, most difficult, and right. one is the easiest. Right. So it doesn't mean go out and sell all of your Arsenal players, get rid of Lacazette and you know, uh, you know Alexis and everyone. It just means I may not necessarily go out and start buying Chelsea or uh, Arsenal players right, right away. Right. Um, so it's just a factor to consider. Um, Bournemouth. They are at home against Brighton. And they have a one. So Bournemouth players, maybe you look at grabbing one. Brighton is a two. They play away at Bournemouth. So once again, pretty favorable. Yep. Little more tilted in board. So that that's a, a direct matchup. Bournemouth against Brighton. Bournemouth has a one. Brighton has a two. But but um, both teams are expected to play pretty well against the other. Um, Burnley is away at Liverpool, and that's a four. Definitely stay away. So you may not want to go out shopping for Burnley players, at least for the upcoming week. 
And the great thing, too, is that you can look ahead. So it's not just for the upcoming game week. You can find that FDR for every match looking outward. So if you're going to go invest in a new player, look at the FDR. And I'd say look for at least the foreseeable future, say the next four or five, maybe six matches, see what kind of run their team is going to be on. All right, so Burnley has a four away at Liverpool. Chelsea, as we mentioned a minute ago, they're at home against Arsenal. It's a four for them. So the fact that Arsenal's playing away, they get the five FDR. Chelsea gets a slightly better ranking with a four at home to Arsenal. Crystal Palace, who just lost their manager, yes, um, is a two. They play at home against Southampton. Uh, Everton plays uh, away at Manchester United. Rooney returning home for the first time, or his old home. Um, it's a four for Everton. Huddersfield, who finally lost their first match today um, and allowed their first goals today. Um, they are a two and at home against Leicester City. If you have, if you still have Huddersfield players, if you've already transferred one in, yep. um, maybe the game week before because they were on a good run, yep. consider possibly keeping them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it doesn't mean get rid of them right away. Um, Leicester City um, are away at Huddersfield, like we just said. And they also have a two. Liverpool is playing at home against Burnley. Liverpool, of course, coming off an absolute beatdown at Man City. Um, but Liverpool are a two. And... I have a feeling they're going to take out some aggressions um, on Burnley. Man City, with that big win against Liverpool, um, they are away at Watford. That is also ranked a two. All right. We mentioned that Everton is going to Man U. Man U's FDR on this is a three at home. So pretty neutral. Newcastle is a two. They're at home against Stoke. Southampton is a two. They play at home against Crystal Palace. Stoke is a two away at Newcastle, so a lot of twos here. Swansea is a four. They play away at Spurs. I wouldn't necessarily go out shopping for Swansea players. Uh, Tammy Abraham, I know, has been pretty hot lately, but I don't know that this is the week to go spend your money on him. As we mentioned, Spurs are at home against Swansea. That's a two for Spurs. So definitely, I would think Kane. Yeah, if you have Kane, would be a great captain to consider. For instance, um, Watford are at home playing Man City. It's a four. West Brom play at home against West Ham, and it's a two. And then on the flip side, West Ham play at West Brom, and it's a two for them as well. Okay, <clears throat> so why we did that? It allows us now to kind of transition into maybe taking that into consideration as well as some other things. Uh, we're going to maybe call this today our lose or choose in game week five segment, right? So either players maybe to drop if you're looking to get rid of someone and, of course, players uh, to select. And we took the FDR into account when we look at players to select. All right. First up, and this is more of a question than a, than advice. Um Aguero. He had a great game, of course, um, against Liverpool, but he's he's a rotation player, right? I don't know that he's going to constantly get, you know, the start each week and get even 75 or 80 minutes a match. It's kind of crazy we're saying that, considering he's one of the best strikers in the league. 
Yeah, and of all time in the Premier League. Um, but it's that uncertainty of playing time that kind of scares me. And, you know, I could go – I could make an argument for either case. So it's, it's something to watch on. And if you're, if you're doubting Aguero, I would say go ahead and make the move and get rid of him. Um, now the Champions League is starting up. I, I just don't know how much time he's going to get. And he's always injury prone, of course, too. So if his his um, value already dropped a little bit, if his value continues to drop, that's less money for you to invest. So if you're going to make the move and you you know that you're going to make it down the line, just make it. Um, Chris Brunt for West Brom didn't play. Quite unexpected. Quite unexpected. Was not happy about that because he's on my team. Um, so that may be another player. Um, it looks like he's he's got, got some competition at his position. Um, Higazi. Um, from West Brom. Speaking of West Brom, he came out in the 57th minute, um, and he might be taking a seat on the bench. There's some other players um, on the squad that are becoming healthy or challenging for uh, defensive positions there. So Higazi may be in trouble. Tom Heaton, who had a pretty bad, looks like a pretty bad shoulder injury. Um, you know, of course, he was the leading goal scorer last year in FPL. Not by any stretch, the leading goal scorer so far this season. He's actually quite down the list. So there's a lot of uh, other good choices at goalkeeper if you're looking to get someone and you're you're doubtful about uh, heat and status, especially with a shoulder injury. For a goalkeeper, no bueno. Uh, Gabby Adini. So we were just talking to your coach uh, yesterday about Gabby Adini, actually. And, um, you know, he was one of those players that had a really hot, Second half of the season, I guess around maybe end of January or so, you know, uh, became a pretty popular fantasy player because he was cheap and he was scoring lots of goals. Um, So I think a lot of people sort of bought into that for this season and he's just not producing the way he was. So I think if you have him, you may just want to get rid of him. And there's lots of other, um, you know, because his value will drop at some point if it hasn't already. And, you know, there's other players like... uh, in his general price range, there's King and Vokes. Those both come to mind to look at. Um, so now let's talk about maybe some players to choose. All right, kiddo. So here we go. And here we're going to go team by team. So any team that had either a two or a three in the FDRs, I don't think there were any ones. There was one. Okay, there was one, 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 one. So, um, so we're going to go through those and then suggest maybe some players um, from each of those teams to look at if you're looking to maybe use your wild card if you haven't yet or you just need to bite the bullet and make a transfer. All right, so from Bournemouth, Charlie Daniels on defense, always solid. And he also brings the goal-scoring threat. Yeah, and of course Josh King. Um, they're at home against Brighton. I think King is going to, you know, he's got to come in good form at some point. This could be the weekend for that, so you might want to take a chance on him. Um, Bournemouth's opponent, Brighton, um, Pascal Gross. Um, he's in the midfield. He had a phenomenal we- uh, game for them this weekend. He's only 5.4 million pounds. So as far as midfielders go, that is an enormously good value. And I believe the scout even sort of highlighted that um, on the FPL app and website. Uh, Crystal Palace, Hennessy and goal. He's only 4.5 million. 
Um, for a goalkeeper, that's good, and he's a very solid goalkeeper, has a great FDR coming up this weekend in game week five. Um, you could also take a chance on Benteke. For sure. He's bound to score at some point. From Huddersfield, Lossel is a really good goalkeeper. Um, I mean, he could be playing for quite a few Premier League teams right now. Um, his price has already risen a little bit from 4.5 to 4.6. So if you're thinking about maybe you have Heaton and you need to find another replacement, Lossel could be your man. Um, Tom Ince, who had a couple near misses in uh, the West Ham game today, um, he's only $6 million. So again, really good value as far as midfielders go. Leicester City. Jamie Vardy is on penalty kicks. That's how he got his goal this weekend. Um, as far as forwards go, he's $8.5 million. That's still fairly affordable. Yeah, relatively cheap. Yeah, I mean, it's not the season that he had a couple of years ago, but um, but he's good for some goals. For sure. Um, speaking of, Mares, always good for some points. Again, not at the level that he was at a couple of seasons ago. Um, the only thing about him is that he's a little pricey for midfield. He's he's a he's an investment. He's eight point five million. So um, there are others that could probably generate about the same amount of points. Um, but you know, Mares is reliable. And then of course Harry Maguire on defense for Leicester City, Liverpool. If you've already gotten rid of Mane, or you 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 need to get rid of Mane because of the red card, um, Salah. Could be your answer if you're just going to go like for like from the same team. Or Erickson. Erickson's a great bet. He had a great game this weekend uh, for Spurs. With Mane out, I'm guessing uh, we might see a little more of the Ox. The Ox. Get some playing time. Um, he's only $6 million, So you're going to save some money there that maybe you can reinvest into someone else. Um, speaking of value... On defense, Gomez is only four point five million, so that's cheap. Yeah, and considering he he starts for one of the biggest clubs in the league. Yes, just an, an extra. Absolutely, and he's had a good season. Um, Man City. If you were one of the smart few who didn't get rid of KDB, I got rid of him. Biggest regret of my weekend for sure. Um, his value, if you're looking maybe to get a midfielder, so say you're looking to replace Mane, um, look at KDB. His value dropped a little bit, so he's a little more affordable, and I think his form is finally picking up um, as illustrated this past weekend against Liverpool. So KDB may be a good move. For Man U, remember, they have a, a three FDR against Everton. Um, sort of neutral. All of their players are expensive. Right, um, and and good reason why they're, they're all playing they're, great. They're playing great. Um, just remember, for a team like this, if you're going to go for a, either a midfielder or a forward, don't go after someone like Matic. Um, don't go for a CDM. Go for someone that's going to play further up the field. Don't go for Fellaini. Um, not that anybody would, but if you're thinking about it, don't do that. There's some some fantasy players that have Conte. Yes, he had a goal this past weekend, but that's rare. Um, Conte, great player, but they don't. He doesn't get the kind of points that that his style of play generates. It helps his team win, but it doesn't help his fantasy score at all. And we're we're obviously much more important than Chelsea. So yes, right, of course. 
Um, Newcastle. Jossalu is only $5.5 million for an, a forward. Um, on defense, you've got both Clark and Lascalis. They're only four point five um, on defense. So very affordable Newcastle players that are coming into their own good form. Southampton, you've got Nathan Redmond at midfield, only six point five million, so still on the low end. And then you've got Ryan Bertrand on defense. And that Southampton defense has been playing fairly well. Stoke, Chapo Chupo Moting. Another Great hyphenated name. We like all the we've got Loftus Cheek, we've got Fosa Mensa. Oxlade Chamberlain. Oxlade Chamberlain. We love the hyphenated name. Uh, he's a midfielder, another great value, only $5.5 million. And a brace against Man U. Yes. For a midfielder, yeah. pretty good. Not too bad. Spurs, Ben Davies, of course, had a great weekend for them. Um, Erickson, if you've got some money to spend at midfield, um, he's actually been he, – he played well. He seemed to always be around the ball and creating chances. Delhi. Uh, a little less than Erickson, and, and he had an opportunity or two, but things just didn't fall his way. And Kane, I know a lot of people were getting very impatient with him. Hold on to him. It's coming around. West Brom, you've got Matty Phillips in the midfield that you could be looking at, especially um, if Brunt is falling out of favor. West Ham, he didn't have a great game today, but Chicharito um, is good for some goals. Mikel Antonio looked good. Um, against Huddersfield, and Joe Hart is, as much as I didn't like him at City, um, is a reliable, dependable goalkeeper, especially if you're looking for maybe a backup goalkeeper. And then we had a couple of um, options or choices, suggestions for captains for this game week. We got Kane, right? He's got a great matchup at home. Um, Lukaku. Not as much of a favorable matchup against Everton at home, but it's Lukaku. And Lukaku is always good for a goal. Yes. Erickson, the way he played this past weekend. Gabriel Jesus. 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 Um, De Bruyne, if you want to take a little more of a gamble, if he's going to continue that form, he is dangerous. And then uh, Firmino. Liverpool have a pretty nice matchup themselves. And also, if you're thinking about bringing him in, I would definitely bring him in because he's very cheap. Absolutely. Um, I think that's it. That's a lot of information. That should be a lot of players uh, to consider either dropping or putting on your team and then to captain. So I think we've done our our duty. Our duty. I said duty. Um, Anyway, um, guys, we appreciate the love. Our... Followers continues to grow on Instagram. Just go to Let's Talk Soccer. Um, our number of downloads and listens uh, for this podcast continue to grow, which is awesome. Please subscribe so you just get that weekly uh, automatic download. We've been doing this since December of 2015. We have not missed one week yet. One week. It's got to be a podcasting record, I would think, especially for a father and son team who talk about soccer yes it's it's definitely a record without a doubt guys we appreciate you we love you uh we will answer questions and post lots of stuff on instagram so always hit us up and uh we appreciate you yes we do until next time we say peace peace goodbye